Welcome to the Fansmanship.com podcast, coming to you from San Luis Obispo, California. Where you stand? Welcome once again to the fansmanship.com. I'm going on break podcast edition. Owen Main here with Chris Sylvester. And Chris, we're ready for our second edition of the I'm Going on Break podcast here. Uh, it's and, two days after we, we did our first we, one. Go ahead. Right. Well, uh, I was just going to say, and as, as folks may be able to tell or may not be able to tell, we are practicing social distancing. Uh, for yeah. our second episode so we are not with each other right now but we are trying to keep it going and um we're we're trying to, <laughs> we're trying to do fun stuff you know it's um it's not like it's not like you can't do fun stuff it's just that you can't do fun stuff with people is the thing so we're gonna try to we're gonna try to live that it's gonna be our um our lifestyle and brand here for a minute um, when it comes to uh, what we're trying to do. Like I said before, for those of you who didn't hear the last one, you know, my goal, our goal of this podcast is to really try to figure out um, how all this is happening. I mean, everybody knows what's happening with the coronavirus. It is today is Sunday. It's uh, March 15th. Uh, It's been less than a week since I think things started getting even close to real for people. Uh, last Sunday, I was at a Cal Poly baseball game. We both were. And Cal Poly uh, baseball was wrapping up a series with Oklahoma. And we were talking to a couple of guys from Oklahoma, and they were about to go on a trip to Jocko's down in South County to eat some steak. And how quickly things change in a week here. Um, out and about in San Luis Obispo today, there was basically nobody on the roads. Um, I went back to my, I went over to my in-laws house today and helped them with some demo on their kitchen because that's what we had planned for today. And since uh, my mother-in-law is watching our kids while school's out, uh, they're basically a part of our household now. I mean, it's, it's a little unit, a little pod or whatever you want to call it. Um, but instead of it being four people, it's it's six at this point. Uh, Chris, what, what what have you been up to the last 48 hours since we talked last? Um, how, has, how has your worldview changed? Well, I mean, I, I've tried to I've tried to put an emphasis on doing things that that work in sports doesn't allow me to do. So, uh, you know, just catching up on, on chores and stuff, but that's only going to last so long, right? It's going to be like, you know, I'm going to have the entire – I'm going to have my entire place clean, and then all of a sudden <laughs> I'm going to be tasked with figuring out what, what to do next. So. Um, kind of just wait and see man but uh, things you know unfortunately seem to continue to be escalating by the minute and for us in sports it's just more bad news after more bad news followed by a little bit of more bad news yeah I mean you know when it comes to just kind of what's what's coming up and what's not it's almost secondary and and we, we talked about this on on Friday with with time comes clarity and 
unfortunately time you know for some people isn't moving fast enough and for others it's moving too quickly when you talk about people who are trying to uh maybe make up for lost time in terms of their response um one thing that i saw that was just super silly was you know all the people who were out for for saint patrick's day weekend uh theoretically last night the night before um despite all that's happening it seems like uh there's a lot of young people these days, Chris, who aren't who aren't really heeding the heeding the warning, and um, it's going to be interesting to kind of read in the future weeks, months, and years because this is stuff that that is going to be tracked and studied, and you better believe there's going to be papers and dissertations and all kinds of interesting academic information about what the effects of doing X, Y, and Z were with this virus, and I'm sure people in some areas you know, we're out and about and other areas did a really good job. And I'm sure that people are going to be comparing who did what and, and who was able to stem it for the longest and who was able to kind of minimize the effects the most. Um, I think our country is so big that even within our country, you're going to see some places that are, you know, in mass hysteria over the next two weeks um, in terms of so many cases popping up. Maybe those are urban areas, but maybe they're just some specific urban areas for whatever reasons. And you're going to see other areas that, um, for whatever reason, did a really good job of, of the social distancing thing that we're talking about. That's why we're that's why we're doing our uh, our pod today online, and, and and that's hopefully how we're going to continue to do it if the quality is good enough. And and we'll listen to it after and hope that it is. We're using kind of a new technology here, so we'll see we'll see how that goes. But but yeah, I mean it's. Um, it's just quite a quite a you know four five six days now since uh, what was it Tuesday or Wednesday night when Rudy Gobert tested you know positive and they canceled that game. It seems like it's so long ago, Chris, but it's it's less than a week ago, um, significantly less than a week ago, and um, we're still trying to kind of put the pieces in place for what our next six, eight, twelve, you know, twenty weeks are going to look like in terms of um, being around just in society, let alone big gatherings of people, which is kind of the backbone on which professional sports are, um, are built. And certainly, uh, you know, college sports to somewhat of a lesser extent. Um, and, and as we get into the summertime, you know, we're going to learn a lot and, and a lot's going to be dependent on what happens with this thing. And, and, and we don't know anything about it and we're not pretending to know anything about it. What we're interested on this podcast, I'm going to keep reiterating it because it's helpful is you know how this is affecting people's daily lives so um i'll give an example and that's that today was sunday today is a day that cal poly was supposed to be finishing off a baseball series against the oklahoma sooners yeah Oklahoma. and it was going to be a four-game series and it would have the story would have been the weather and so instead of being at the ballpark for the last four days for both of us um, you know, I, I got a chance this weekend to, to help the in-laws with some, with some, uh, some demolition of their kitchen. It was kind of nice to get some energy out, uh, by just breaking things and breaking down walls and ceilings. And, um, it's actually kind of therapeutic for a minute. Um, I went to the <clears throat> hardware store to get a dust mask. And of course that was a silly thing. Um, cause they said they'd been sold out for two months, which was kind of wild. Um, and then, uh, we went to, uh, we, we, we went and did that and I've been spending a lot of time with my kids and it's been uh, an interesting little time to, to be able to, to spend more time with the family, even if it's for the wrong reasons, I guess it's, you know, maybe, maybe there are some blessings that are mixed in that direction, but um, 
my my mother-in-law today said, are you getting stir crazy yet? Are you, are you getting withdrawals yet? And she meant about sports, but also I said, you know, about just the creativity part of photography too, um, that, that I'm, uh, that I'm getting withdrawals on. And I'd imagine, you know, play by play is a, a muscle, right? I mean, it's something that, that if you're doing it every day or, or four or five times a week, that, that it's a muscle. And, and I would imagine that's something that for you, um, you know, that, that missing those games is, is a big deal. Not that it's not an easy muscle to kind of re reinvigorate or whatever, but, uh, but it's definitely something that, that, uh, that you might be getting withdrawals about too. Are you, are, are you missing the games? Are you missing the action yet? Oh man, I, I, I think I started to, to feel it before it even happened. You know, when, when, uh, you know, when the NCAA said there wasn't going to be any fans at March Madness, you knew that, okay, like there's a real possibility that uh, some of these NCAA games aren't going to be played. And then, like you said, uh, go bear Wednesday night, you know, testing positive, NBA gets suspended. And it's like, you, you knew that was the big, big domino um, effect. So, I mean, personally, yeah, I mean, it's, it's you know, I tell you, I'll tell you this much, Owen. Uh, I, I know that I am far from the only person that's going through this. So it's, 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 a, it's a weird feeling. Of course, I miss it. Uh, of course, I'd rather be you know, and I woke up really late this morning because I, I have the luxury to do that now. Um, I, I woke up and I was like, wow, you know, if, if we were in a, if we were in a normal, more normal uh, period uh, of life right now, uh, I would be at the ballpark, you know, uh, writing things down and, and getting ready for first pitch. But um, yeah, it's just, it's just kind of been trapped in this, this little world and um you know, watching way more TV over the last three, four days than I have over the last maybe three, four years. That's not even an over-exaggeration. Not a big non-sports TV watcher, uh, but I've had to kind of dive into that. And so, I mean, for me, it's like, I'm just, I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, and I know that I, I can't expect it anytime soon, but the second I figure out when there's some sort of start date on some sort of sport in America that might need some coverage, they're going to be getting an email or a phone call from me, man, because um, I tell you, the summertime is, is always the most difficult for me. And that's, that's only about, what, three months or so, going from the end of baseball to the beginning of football. And, you know, I do on-air work outside of sports, uh, just as a, a little bit of a side hustle. I do traffic, I do news, right. I do weather, but it's definitely not something that I'm, I'm, I'm all that passionate about. Uh, so for me, uh, you know, I start to go nuts in the summertime. I mean, August is, yeah. is like, yeah. August is like the worst month of the year because it's like, man, it's like, I'm yeah. so close to football season, but <laughs> it's like, I haven't called a game in, you know, a couple months outside of maybe some freelance stuff that I'll pick up in the summertime. So, sure. uh, but everybody, so, yeah. Yeah. There's not a single play-by-play -play guy right now in America that's not going through the same thing as I am. So I know to that your point, like, absolutely, Abs yeah, absolutely. It's Everybody's a collective feeling, Owen. And I tell you what, man, esports. You know, if we do some sort of esports thing that get gets popular over the next couple months, you yep. know, I'm 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 there, man. <laughs> and you know, you mentioned this. You know, you're not the only one, and we're not the only people who are affected by it. And that's part of the the whole impetus behind, you know, this, this podcast. And um, we're going to talk with in a minute or two here, uh, a, a head coach from the NCAA ranks, actually the, 
the head coach at Cal Poly, the men's basketball coach, John Smith, um, just finished his first year at Cal Poly as the head coach. And we're going to talk to him a little bit about what uh, what this kind of stoppage has meant for him, for recruiting. I'm, I'm really interested to just get some some global thoughts from from Coach Smith um, and and see, you know, kind of what, what he's doing, how it's affecting, you know, his team's preparation, obviously. Obviously, after the season, there's not a lot of official stuff that happens, you know, while the well, the rest of the season's happening, um, but but really wanting to kind of delve into what he f- foresees, you know, being different about this offseason. Obviously, ev- almost everything is probably going to be different about it, how it affects evaluating players. I- I'm just super interested to hear what he has to say. So we're going to get with him in a second. Uh, Chris, uh, this is only our second one of these, but we're going to uh, we're going to jam through a number of them. Our goal is to do, you know, a bunch of them. Uh, I don't know about daily, but um, I think that that having this podcast come out at least every other day for a while um, is that, that there's definitely enough content to to cover. So uh, I'm well, excited like, like for it. Said, yeah, like, like you said, Owen, uh, when when your in-laws asked you if you were getting antsy, uh, I suspect that the longer we go without sports, the more and more we're going to get antsy. So don't 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 rule out a, a daily pod, man. Don't rule out a daily pod just yet. Hey, you know, if, if the easier this gets, the uh, the more likely maybe that becomes. And uh, and man, while, while there's not a lot of uh, to talk about on the court, there certainly are the machinations of you know the sports world, and whether it's with media members like uh, or 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 play broadcasters or players or coaches, we're really hoping to get kind of a wide gamut um, on the show over the next couple of weeks and couple of months maybe, and. Uh, and hear their stories because I think it's just really a fascinating topic. So we're going to get to Coach Smith. He'll be on in just a minute, and uh, we'll catch you then here on the I'm Going On Break edition of the Fantasy I'm Show. I'm going podcast. on break. Let's go. Thanks so much for uh, for coming on. We uh, we're basically uh, trying to just get people's stories for what's been happening and trying to talk through kind of everything that's not on the court because this is affecting everybody in so many ways and uh, just trying to to talk through <laughs> uh, since since everybody's kind of have, having to go on a break uh, from everything that we're doing uh, in the sports world, yeah. uh, whether it's players yeah. or coaches or uh, you know, broadcasters like Chris, or you know, if it taught, you know, photographer, whatever, you know, like um, everybody has a has a rhythm to what they do, and that rhythm's been disrupted. So for us, we're just trying to stay, I guess, creative and stay uh, stay doing something. And this is this is where we're at. Yeah, and it's and it's very very uh, it's good for you guys to do this. You know, um, I, I'm excited to be on here. Uh, <laughs> You know, it's 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 unfortunate times for this country and us, but we have to keep pressing on and 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 continue to stay focused on, you know, trying to be better as people, and and you know that's what I'm focusing on right now. Are you so, coach? Are you coach? Are you are you down in uh are you down in MB right now? Oh yeah, I did, I I came home uh, to be home with my family um, and just make sure that. You know, we, we are self-quarantining ourselves right here. Uh, Keanu will be flying back tomorrow morning, and uh, Jamal's driving down tomorrow, I believe. So, 
But so, Coach, just trying yeah, to pay when, attention to what's going on. When you guys, uh, so I, I, I guess last week was kind of when everything went down, uh, when everything kind of uh, became real for a lot of people um, in terms of, you know, this, this like you said, self-quarantining and, and all the things. Chris and I talked about the, the Utah game being canceled, the Jazz game, and Rudy Gobert testing positive. Mm -hmm. Can you take me through kind of like uh, when for you it became maybe a thing in your – I mean, because I think last Sunday we weren't really even thinking about anything. It was maybe on the horizon, but last Tuesday night it was a lot different than Sunday night. Can you, can you take yeah. us through kind of your thinking about the whole thing and, and how last week kind of uh, went yeah. for you being in – being, you know, here in San Luis and sometimes down in, River, you know, Orange, or excuse me, Riverside County. And then with yeah. kids who are with a daughter who's, you know, in Louisville or wherever she was for a conference tournament. Yeah. You know, I, I, I was driving down here for two reasons. I was doing some home visits uh, recruiting wise. And then I came down to speak at, at uh, the booster fundraiser for, for Bo Baldwin um, with uh, some boosters and, and alumni football uh, people from Southern California. And as we were talking, uh, I was talking to someone in, in the function and I was like, it's something, the NCAA is not telling us something. They know something that we don't know because it seems like it's getting progressively worse of what, what's coming down this pipe. And that was right when they found out Rudy Gobert tested positive. And, and, that's when I said that's that's the that, that's the straw that broke the camel's back. I guarantee you they're going to start canceling everything. And sure enough, that's when things started transpiring, and and you know people were suspending uh, the leagues, canceling tournaments, and that opened my eyes and, and made me realize that this is bigger than what people are making it out to be. You know, the night before I was just at the Etiwanda Sierra Canyon game, and there was probably. 2,000 people in there in close quarters watching the game. Yeah. And, and, and you know, uh, that's what they don't want you to do now, um, which I get it. You know, it, it's, it's being transferred too quickly just by being in close quarters. So um, if we could take a page out of the other country's book of, of how to try and slow it down and stop it, which is self-quarantining yourself, then I think we all need to, you know, pay attention to that and do it. Absolutely. Yeah. That, you know, Chris and I actually had conversation last Sunday because he was thinking about, hey, you know, baseball is down at Pepperdine. Why don't you come out? You know, he's like, why don't you come down with baseball? There's an afternoon game. And then, you know, Etiwanda's playing Sierra Canyon over at CSUN. And of course, mm -hmm. uh, Cam Pierce is, you know, Cal Poly commit who's who's on his way to Cal Poly and let's go watch him. And I was like, man, that sounds like a great day. And I was trying to figure out how to work it into my work day. It seems that seems like a year ago right now. I, I can't even, I know I can't even process how long ago that seems. Um, as for, as for your family, I know uh, Jamal's obviously up here in San Luis Obispo. So you guys are probably in the same place for, for some of that time, but with a daughter who's all the way across the country and, and you said she's, she's still, she's still out back East. Um, how has that been for trying to coordinate her schedule and get her back has that been has that been kind of trepidatious how has that been for you guys and your family yeah it's, it's been pretty tough um you know i had to put on two different hats you know uh she called and was in a panic and wanted to come home and immediately 
you know, my daddy hat went on and, you know, that's, that's my heart. And she has, she has me wrapped around her, her pinky fingers. So as soon as she says that I'm, I'm ready to book a flight. But then I said, let me stop. She's a student athlete in a program. Let me call her coach and see what they're thinking and what they're doing. Because I, you know, we had just got off a phone call with Don saying that you know, we have an emergency meeting Friday to, to decide what we're going to do on campus. We don't want people leaving campus. Maybe they were thinking the same way. And so I, I call her and, and, and I was ready to, to, to book her flight. And then I talked to her coach and he was like, can we hold off a little bit? So we did. She was upset, obviously. <laughs> and then uh, just this morning, uh, we all got on the same conference call, same page. And, and he was like, no, it's okay. Uh, for them to go home, we're going to evacuate the campus just like every, like pretty much everybody else is. So everybody, she's on her way home tomorrow morning, and, and you know that made me feel better. Uh, but I won't feel great until she really gets here, you know, because the, the the airports are a mess right now. And then uh, Jamal's going to drive home, so we'll we'll all be here together, and then I'll feel a little bit more comfortable. Hey, Coach, uh, obviously you're more than just a coach uh, of a Division One basketball program. You're, you're a father of two Division One athletes, and uh, your youngest daughter plays competitively at the, at the high school level. Uh, I, I want to get your thoughts on uh, the NCAA. They've already come out and said that, that spring sport athletes will be given another year. This was essentially you know, a redshirt year, obviously, out of everybody's control that the season was shortened for baseball, softball you know, other sports here in the springtime. But uh, you, you're very close with, with – I mean, you talk about your daughter on a Louisville team that, that had such a successful season that was looking to make a run in the NCAA tournament. We'll never know what, what could have happened there. And uh, a, a couple of guys I'd imagine at, at, at where you came from, Cal State Fullerton, uh, I know guys that you're really close with, like Jackson Rowe, Austin Awishika, who, who didn't really mm -hmm. get to, to write their own final chapter. Uh, it, right. it's, it's, it's tough to see the NCAA coming out and, and giving winter sport athletes, basketball players, an extra year of eligibility. But it, do, do, in your eyes, is there anything that, that the NCAA can do to, to, to make up for, for missing out on, on the majority of conference tournaments and obviously the NCAA tournament? You know, I wish there was something that they could do. Um, um, I wish – uh, the NCAA would have taken a page out of uh, the the NBA's book and, and just postponed things and, and just took a step back and, and, and just waited to see how this was going to unfold. Um, you know, hopefully within the next three weeks, the country can, can figure out how a way to slow this down and stop it. But we won't know. We don't know what we don't know. Um, but from, for, to answer your question, I wish the basketball community had a chance to finish this out, possibly, you know, in the summertime or in June or whatever, you know, and, and treat this as a, a small hiatus uh, because you're right. There are some guys that didn't get it and, and girls that didn't get a chance to close a chapter on, on, on this part of their life. I mean, you think about in women's basketball, you know, I'm real close to it because of my daughter, like University of Oregon, um, those girls came back to try and you know, instead of going to the WNBA, came back to try and, you know, get to the championship game. And they were, they were close to getting there. Uh, and now it's not. So, but what can the NCAA do? 
I don't think they could do anything at this point. Um, but I wish they could have just put a postpone button on it for at least until the middle of April and until the country knew where we were at with everything. But you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. You can't you can't take back what you already done. Um, but I feel for those seniors. Coach, uh, obviously the NCAA tournament conference tournaments are supposed to be finishing up now. NCAA tournament supposed to be you know on the horizon for for 66, 68 teams, uh, whatever the number is now. Um, as, as you go through the next couple of months on a coaching calendar for a Division One coach, what do the next couple of months usually look like? And how are you anticipating that being different for, for you and your staff over the next, I don't know, eight to 12 weeks? You know, for us, um, it's definitely going to change. It's drastically going to change. Um, we already would have, uh, you know, some guys – on visits for this last scholarship that we have. Um, now that's got to be postponed until after April 15th. I think um, I think AU basketball, the, the two evaluation periods that we had in April are going to change now, um, probably pushed into May. So um, for us, it's it, this whole time has just made me readjust what we would normally do. Um, this would be our first year as a staff together um, you know, preparing for a whole summer, um, a whole off season together. So uh, it just bumps it back a little bit more. Uh, normally we would have exit meetings with each player and, and give them, you know, you know, strengths and weaknesses that they, that we saw this year and, and try and get them to focus on getting, uh, focus on their weaknesses and, and making sure that they're working on those every single day uh, and just, planning out, mapping out our, our April and May months of, of how we work out. So now all that is, is postponed and bumped back for a while. Um, but, you know, for me, I, I always take things as a blessing in disguise. You know, my for me, it's given me time to really reevaluate everything and, and take my time to put put things in order um, for the off season. And, and you know, I've made phone calls to everybody on the team today and I, I, I wanted to send a message to them and, and, and get them to prepare for life to go back to normal and, and be prepared for that. Don't just sit around and, and think this is time to get on PlayStation and, and, and everything. Yes, we want to self quarantine, but you still you still got a chance to, you know, do some things to work on your craft, work on your mind, read a book, you know, do things, you know, at least thirty minutes to an hour a day. And so those that was my message to my team and so that's what we're trying to do right now. Yeah, from coach, the athletic I, standpoint. Go ahead, go ahead, Chris. Oh, okay. Well, sorry. I mean, coach, we're 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 practicing social distancing ourselves. Where uh, <laughs> Owen, Owen and I aren't together doing this, so so we uh, we apologize. We we talk over each other a little bit now and again. But uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I, I know you're a big you're a big sports guy outside of just being a, a head basketball coach and a father uh, cheering on yep. your kids. Uh, you know, heck, you talk about you know, this past Tuesday, which, which Owen said felt like, you know, a month ago, uh, you, you wanted yeah. to, you wanted to come see the baseball team at Pepperdine and, and yeah. take a day, a yeah. day out of that I was trip. definitely obviously, coming. Yeah, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, weather halted, halted that. And then uh, yeah. soon after that, you know, the season was canceled a couple of days later, but uh, with, with no sports really whatsoever, you know, no live sports to watch, no, no, you know, previews to read about, no, no highlights to watch. 
what, what are what are you doing to, to, to pass the time, uh, you know, and, 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 you know, for entertainment? I know, you know, b- being down there and spending time with, with family after a crazy season, I'm sure, um, you know, th- that's that's really nice for you to do. But, I mean, it, it's uh, it's going to it's going to get it's going to wear on us after a while, not being able to watch anything for, for maybe. A yeah, couple of months. yeah. Yeah. What, what, what am I doing? I'm getting on my wife's nerves is what I'm doing. <laughs> and and I'm making TikTok videos with my youngest daughter. No, but uh, but no, seriously, it, it it's it's been crazy not having um any sports to watch. Um, but like I said, it 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 makes you understand that that you can't take take things for granted, and you got to cherish things once you have them. Uh, so what I've been doing a lot is 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 watching a lot of our film from from this past year to try and you know, correct my mistakes and, and then trying to read a book. And then I've been on the phone, pounding the phone almost every day of just touching different recruits and, and just trying to trying to make sure that we are in position to move forward. Like I said, once once the, once we life goes back to normal, I don't want to be behind the eight ball trying to catch up. I want to be in front of everything. So just trying to shore up um, relationships and, and just, you know, making sure that we are we're prepared for uh, – life after this and, and I'm trying to develop a routine with with myself of, of still working out somehow um, but that's pretty much everything I'm doing right now but it's 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 been crazy without without uh being able to watch any sports so coach you mentioned trying to you know get into a routine I'm sure you know like you mentioned the AAU circuit and I'm and I'm super fascinated by a summer that might include the inability to actually evaluate guys in person and, or, you know, for, for a period of time. I mean, um, with, with major league baseball and other things, I mean, I, I don't see a, a way that, you know, that, that those things happen on time. I don't know the exact schedule of them and maybe, and maybe by the summertime, this thing does blow over or something. I don't know, but, but it seems odd to me to, you know, picture being a head coach and all the time you guys spend on the road during the summertime, especially um, mm-hmm. on the circuit there, you know, evaluating, watching players, how, how specifically, I mean, how's that going to affect recruiting? And, and I, I think of, you know, inefficiencies, I guess, that might happen. I guess if you have all the information and if all the coaches have a ton of information, then maybe the, you know, the, the system is, is semi-efficient in terms of getting the right players in the right places. But um, are there, are there things to be gained potentially by being able to, you know, have relationships with people and, and know players uh, that you've, that you've hustled to, you know, engage with earlier in their careers that, Hey, maybe they, maybe you don't get to see them in the, in the, in this summer, but, but they know who you are and you know who they are and you, right. uh, and you've built that relationship. Can you talk a little bit about how that could be just a little bit different in terms of, you know, how the summer goes? Yeah, it's, it's definitely going to expose um, those that, that, that um, didn't, do their homework uh last year you know what we do every year is is yeah we're trying to focus on getting guys committed for the year coming up but we also make sure that we go and see the younger classes the 2021s and 2022s and make sure that we have guys on the board that that fit where we're going and we start trying to develop relationship with those guys in the early stage and we've done that um and so uh, if we if the spring and summer gets taken away you know that's what we're doing right now is just continue to hit hit the phones and make sure those relationships of those underclassmen are solidified. Um, and whenever this subsides, we can, you know, get back out there and see them and, and, and pick up right where we left off. But it's definitely going to expose a lot of people that didn't do their homework. 
I'll tell you that much. Coach, what about the uh, high school seniors that are, are kind of borderline Division I uh, basketball players? I, I know you have a great group of, of you know, high school seniors from this past year going to be freshmen uh, at Cal Poly in the fall coming in. But, uh, I, I mean, I just can't imagine being a, a high school senior playing whatever sport, whether it be uh, basketball or, or baseball, maybe even a, a junior college player that's kind of, you know, had some Division One interest from, from some schools but hasn't necessarily gotten the offer yet. I, I mean, how, how tough is, is that uh, for you guys as coaches to, to evaluate? Kind of like Owen said, uh, a product that, that might be a little bit unfinished. Like you wanted to see them in person a, a couple more times but, but won't be able to. How, how much more careful – uh, will Division One coaches, in, in your mind, be with their scholarships, not knowing about guys' uh, you know, full capabilities on and off the floor with, with maybe some stuff coming across as, as incomplete due to everything that's going on? And, and I also want to get your thoughts on the, the transfer portal. You, you sit here and, and you think, wow, I mean, these, these guys uh, didn't get to finish their, their last college season. Maybe you know, they, they go off in their conference tournament or uh, they have a, a, a big NCAA tournament game, and that changes their future. But now it's kind of left as it is. Uh, do, do you think that in an age where in collegiate athletics the transfer portal is, is bigger than it's ever been, that it's going to get even bigger with, with kids, you know, sitting around and, and thinking a little bit more? Oh, yes. Yeah, it's, it's definitely going to get bigger. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see what the NCAA does in terms of uh, – pushing back our dates for um, the signing period as well as um, our dead periods and our evaluation periods. Because to your point with the high school kids, I, I got off the phone with some high school kids and, and some junior college kids that we were recruiting, but, you know, we only have one scholarship right now that, you know, um, I had to tell them that, you know, with Hank coming back, we're probably not going to recruit this kids. And so I tried to tell these kids, just be patient with everything that's going on. Because once we're back on after April 15th, everybody's going to be in an influx of trying to get kids on campus. And, and they have to be ready to you know, probably do a, a, an open gym or, or evaluation with their players on, on campus. So high school guys have to be, be prepared for that, um, as well as um, junior college kids. Transfer portal guys, yeah, th those guys are – I mean, they're going to be – they're going to be in high demand right now, probably. Um, so it's, it's going to be interesting what happens once April 15th hits. Coach, uh, every show we're going to try to have a couple of fun segments that we do. And, and one of them um, is titled When We Come Back. And, and you don't have to answer this right away. I could, answer you, I could ask you a different question. You could kind of mull it in the back of your head if you want to. But the idea is mm -hmm. to either pitch something drastically different, something that's going to be – uh, structurally different or some kind of prediction for the sports world for when everybody comes back, um, you know, this, this, whatever this is, is going to be way different. It could be that there is no dead period for you guys. <laughs> it could be, you know, since that's what the topic we're on, it could be that yeah. the NBA is going to play a four, a four team, you know, best of three series playoff between the top two teams in each conference or, you know, whatever, what, what, what do you think would be a good idea or, or a prediction? For, for something to do once kind of sports starts to come back online um, or a structural change, it could be that that stays that way. Um, I think we have an opportunity now to look at to look at some things too in terms of how things are structured and what and what happens. I saw a fun one on Twitter today as when we come back, 
um, the NBA should, I think Spencer Dinwiddie put this out there. The NBA should take on what we did at March, what we do at March Madness and just make it a, a round, a, a, a tournament of all the teams with the top four teams getting buys and each round being the first round being a single elimination, second round be three game series, third round be five game series, and then the championship be a seven game series. That would be fun for the that NBA. That would be fun. Yeah, that'd be great. You know? Uh, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I was thinking, you know, if, if fans can't be in the arena, you know, my, my whole thing was, you know, maybe play, maybe, maybe play a, some kind of a format that, that gives the top couple teams, maybe a couple of buys, but maybe even do like a one game elimination, just like a March, like mm-hmm. literally like March Madness. And, and to me, it would be cool if they played it on like a sound stage or some kind of a, they rigged up cameras in a certain way, you know, cause right now, yeah. you know, the, the kind of the, the wire cameras they use in football would be in people's way in an NBA arena. But if there's not going to be any, yeah. anybody, and this is, you know, my photographer brain thinking, and, and I've yeah. seen other people like uh, Steve Chen, who used to work at the Big West, has kind of tweeted about this. And I, and I thought when they first announced that the NCAA wasn't going to allow uh, fans in, in the arenas when they made that first announcement, I thought this would be a really cool thing, is to build some yeah. kind of a cool space where you could get crazy angles, you might guys up, you make it just super engaging to watch on TV and it's maybe a whole other kind of uh, kind of situation in that way. I, I really thought that that would be uh, maybe, maybe something that they could lean into and take advantage of. I don't know if they'll ever be able to do it. You'd have to essentially have all the players in one place. And I guess with the, with the, the way this disease spreads, you know, maybe that's not the greatest idea, but I could see a scenario where, you know, you have 16 teams or you have 12 teams, you know, or whatever the number is, and you start to play that off um, on a day-to-day basis with the amount of intensity that we know professional athletes can have, um, you know, to make it a one-game thing would just be – it would be crazy. Yeah, it would. Really fun to watch. Yeah, it would. <laughs> yeah, it would. That, that, yeah. that might be a good idea. Yeah. Chris, you got any fun ones like that, or are you still there? Yeah, I, I, I'm okay. here. I, I'm just – I like listening to the, uh, the, diff, the different ideas of what to come back to. I, I think that, uh, you know, with more time on our hands, I think we can, we can think of, of things structurally that, that, could be, that could be better about sports. Um, it, it's unfortunate that, that, you know, the NBA, we might have to wait until the summertime, and who knows how that's going to affect the draft and any type of combine. I know it's really un, unfortunate for seniors that – they're not going to be able to participate in the uh, the Portsmouth Invitational um, that they do yeah. on a yearly basis. So, um, you know, it, it's 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 like I think I'll, I think I'll finally feel better when we have a, a restart date in place. But that doesn't seem like it, it's going to be happening uh, at least right. for for another month or so. So, um, right. Like, like, like John Smith said, I think everybody, you know, even if you're not involved in sports and, and you're listening to this, uh, you could take this time, whether you, you're, you're at home or, you know, you're, you're working from home. It, it doesn't matter. Uh, you got to be, you got to be ahead of it because uh, eventually we're going to get back to normal. And the last thing you want to do is, is, you know, take this like a giant vacation when, when you could be, you know, getting ahead in certain areas. And um, I think that's, uh, that's going to, it's going to prove to be helpful. And, and I can't imagine, Coach, you, uh, you, you're looking to obviously uh, build this program at, at Cal Poly. And, you know, uh, the, the biggest leap for, for players, the cliche saying, is from freshman to sophomore year. And the biggest leap right. for coaches is from year one to year two. So I know how, 
obviously important it is this offseason getting everything right. I know you want the yeah. best possible roster in place. Uh, yep. You know, when you guys all, all report here um, before the start of the school year. And, uh, you know, I, I hope that uh, you're able to get everything done despite um, some of the limitations that, that have been put on us here over the last few days. Yeah, yeah well, thank you. Yeah, we're, we're definitely working hard towards that. And, and that's the main goal. You know, my, my main goal, I'm not, I'm not going to stop until I bring a championship to the, to the Central Coast. And so that's, that's my main focus. And, uh, you know, we, we'll be ready. I love it, Coach. And, uh, and, and, and I love that you're staying in touch with the guys. We don't want a, uh, a repeat of what happened to some of those NBA players. What was that, 1998, when, they, uh, when, they, when the work stoppage happened in the NBA? And, and you know, there was, a wide, there was a wide range of in shape that guys came back, right? There was a wide range of, uh, of everything that, that happened there. And, and, and I love to hear that you're staying in touch with the guys. And what, what are the spirits of the guys, Coach? Like, how are your players and your team reacting? Do you guys have, like, a group text? How, how is that working? Yeah, we have a, a group text that we that we have, but I, I tried to make sure that I called each and every one of them today uh, just to see where they are at mentally and, and you know, just to, you know, calm their nerves a little bit and, and, and get them to understand that, you know, this too shall pass is what, what, what I, I live by. Um, you know, Tuca is in a, in a tough predicament because if he goes home, um, you know, who knows when he'll be able to get back over here. Uh, but I'm a parent. And so I, I'm, you know, I'm not going to tell him, Hey, I don't want you to leave, you know, because if he feels he wants to be with his family, I'm gonna let him be with his family. So, uh, those are some of the conversations that we've had, um, but everybody else is, 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 you know, they're, they're, they're anxious. They're anxious. So you got to really continue to talk to them and keep them calm and get them to realize that, you know, cherish these moments with your family, but um, stay focused on, on what you're here for and what you're, what you're trying to accomplish. Yeah. On top of everything that's going on finals week coming up at the same time, how are you supposed to study for finals when this whole thing's this cloud's hanging over us, but uh, you got to be yeah. able to multitask, I guess. And, uh, they're at Cal Poly for a reason, and uh, and and I guess finals got moved to all online, so maybe that maybe that calms some of the nerves too uh, along the way. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. We're yeah. wishing you and 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 everybody in the program the best. Uh, you know, over the next few weeks, and uh, like I said, we're you know if 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 uh, if if you want to get back on, and and there's a lot more story to tell. You know about what what Cal Poly basketball has been doing over the next month or two then uh and 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 we're still trying to uh to explore that it'd, it'd be great to have you on and uh and, and and check back in but in the meantime you know glad to hear that there's a plan to keep the family safe and uh and to keep your players safe and everything else and uh thank you so much for taking the time to come on with us this evening no problem thank you on thank you chris i appreciate you guys for yeah to reach out to people you know Thanks, Coach. Yeah, John, yeah. really appreciate it, man. Hope uh, hope your daughter gets home safe tomorrow and, and all is well with that. And, and Jamal, too. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you. Hey, thanks for listening to the Fansmanship Podcast. For more podcasts and more in-depth sports discussion, go to fansmanship.com. Well, I've been stuck on down in trouble town. It's a lonely place, it's true. Life's so bright, they blind my vision And the people on the streets, they beat me up Till I'm black and blue You lift me up
Signs out on the streets direct me running back. 